0: You are listening to The Gird Up Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping young men grow into the men God has created them to be. What's up, everybody? My name is Charlie Ungermach, and this is The Gird Up Podcast. I am your host. Man, I was thinking today about The Lion King. Ah, that was my favorite movie as a kid. I could never watch The Lion King enough, and even now, every time I see it, which is a couple times a year, because it is... One of the best movies ever. Um, it rem- I I just for some no, I know why. I just really find myself empathizing with Simba. Like I project myself on a Simba. I feel like I am Simba. Now granted my dad is still very, very alive and very, very dad. But um I don't know, I just the way Simba takes forever to grow up and forever and ever and ever to grow, and to grow up and doesn't want to grow up and doesn't want to grow up and doesn't want to grow up and keeps running away from his problems. Yeah, I can identify with that. So um, I just love that movie. I love Timon and Pumbaa. I think they're hilarious. Um, man, it's just a great movie. Um, but the best scene in that movie is where Simba is trying to decide whether or not he should go back and take his rightful place as king. And uh, he's talking to Rafiki and a bunch of other people uh, characters in the movie, and then they leave him alone. And he's out there in the in the Serengeti, I think it is, or the Sahara. Or, no, not the Sahara. Serengeti, probably. But he looks down and he sees, in his reflection, he sees his father's face. And he looks up into the clouds, and he hears his father father's voice say, "Simba, remember who you are." And it's the turning point in the movie because he starts to man up right there. And he starts to become the man, the lion, that he was meant to be. Um, And uh, I just think that that's super important. And people actually get it tattooed and stuff on their arms. And I think that's a little bit silly and overkill. But um, it's a great reminder to always remember who you are. King, King Peter. The Apostle Peter. Gives us a very similar reminder in first Peter chapter two verses nine and ten. He says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful life. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. God makes it very clear, and Peter here is speaking for God because the scriptures are inspired. Peter says, God says, that we are something very special. We are a chosen people. He chose us and set us apart. We are no longer a part of the rest of the world. Um, the concept, the idea that we are in the world but not of the world. One of my favorite hymns is, I am but a stranger here, heaven is my home. We might be here. And we might be in this world, but we were created for something much greater than this world. And the Garden of Eden was not like the world we are in. And God still has intentions to take us back to Eden. That's that's heaven. That's the whole point of this whole existence is that he gave us the chance to join him in heavenly glory. Um, And so that's why he sent his son. And that's why he set us apart because he has a very special plan for us um, to be his chosen people. So don't live and act like you're part of the world. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, he also calls us a royal priesthood. He says our purpose is A, to worship him, and B, to minister to others just like a priest. And he takes that very seriously. It doesn't matter if you're a called worker or if you're a pastor or if you're a staff minister or if you're a counselor or a youth leader or whatever Sunday school teacher. It doesn't matter. You might be none of those things. You might not even be a husband or a boyfriend or a father or a dad. But it is still your job as a child of God to sing his praises and to minister to others. You should be taking that gospel to the streets and speaking the love of God, both into people that know him and don't know him, into your friends and family and relatives. It is your job as a child of God to glorify him with praise, with worship, And by sharing that wonderful message of the gospel. Finally, he calls us a holy nation and people belonging to God. Later, he even says, once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. You're not just a people. You are God's people. So act like a people. Think about... um, the United States. The United States is a great example of this. People come to the United States from all over the world and they've been coming to the United States from all over the world for hundreds of years now. And you drive down, I live in Milwaukee, so you drive down the streets of Milwaukee and you see authentic Italian restaurants on one corner. You see an old German beer hall that is legitimately old and legitimately German with real old German beer in it where they're still wearing traditional German dress and it's not like a joke and it's not like, you know, know, frisky German dress, like actual German outfits. And then right down the street from there, you've got Polish sausages being made and then you've got all kinds of great African-American history and heritage in our city. We're a melting pot of different peoples who have come together to make one great nation. Think about St. Patrick's Day. Do you know that there are actually more Irish and Puerto Ricans, too? There are more Irish people in the United States than there are in Ireland, and there's more people of his um, Puerto Rican heritage in the United States than there are in Puerto Rico? Don't quote me on that. I read that somewhere. I believe it, though. They act like a people. They have things in common. They share the same heritage. They find each other and seek each other out. Like No matter what city you go to, you say, oh, I'm Polish, oh, I'm German, and I guarantee that even if you can't find, like, the Irish or the the Celtic Heritage Society or the Gaelic Heritage Society or, you know, the Jewish Heritage Society or whatever it is, you're still going to find, like, you say, you find the right person and say, hi, uh, my grandparents were Jewish, and if their grandparents were Jewish, bingo, there's a connection. Oh my parents are from Germany. Oh, you're German. I'm not German, but I you know my great grandpa lived in Bavaria for a while before he came to Germany before he came to the United States. It's an immediate connection. you act like a people. you know what I'm talking about. He says act like a people, act like the people of God. So we need to stand on what unites us, our common faith, our common view of the world, our common mission as a part of God's family, okay and, we got to have each other's backs, and I don't mean lying for each other. Paul actually talks about that a few verses after this. Not lying for each other, but building each other up, being good friends and relatives and treating each other like family. We are all God's children. I know that's super cliche, but we need to act like we're family. And I'm not talking about fellowship issues and that kind of stuff right now. I'm just talking about you and the relationships with the Christians in your life and the people around you. Connect with them. And make sure that you're treating them as people who share the same heritage you do. Just like you share, you know, if you're only Irish on St. Patrick's Day, that doesn't really count. But if you love Oktoberfest and you're German and you know all the German Christmas hymns, you know what I'm talking about. Moving on. So here's the question. Why has he chosen us and set us apart as a priesthood? Well... He's pretty clear declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into this wonderful light. We've been given an incredible gift. We were once dead in darkness and sin. We were in that place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth and we no longer are. We've been shown the light of the gra- of grace, the light of the gospel. And it only comes through faith. And it only co- and faith only comes by hearing the message. Okay. And that message is a message of salvation. It tells you that Jesus died for you. He came down from heaven. He took your place on this earth. He lived a perfect life in your place because you couldn't. He died a perfect death in your place because you couldn't. He suffered the punishment of hell because you couldn't. Then he marched through hell on a victory march, spit in the devil's face, came back up rose on the third day and ascended into heaven and now he's the judge and because he gets to be the judge because he was our savior he decides that you are not guilty and his blood takes away your sin that's a pretty incredible message and what do people hear when they have do when they have an incredible message we don't often share it but what do people do when they find a great product they love They're going to talk about a great movie they love. They're going to talk about a store that they think is awesome. They're going to talk about it. And every time somebody says, I like your shoes, you're going to say, oh, I bought them at this store. And it's awesome. And they were so friendly there. And then there was this one girl that was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. people talk about the things they love. Do you talk about your Savior? I hope you do. It's your duty to. It is your duty to talk about your Savior. It is part of the reason that God has put you here. People tell everybody about what they love, and that is our purpose. Our purpose is, A, to live a life worthy of the priesthood, so you better keep yourself pure in every way, okay? That means you're living a celibate life. It means you are taking care of yourself and taking care of the things that go into your mind. You're checking your social media account, but you're not divulging things you shouldn't be divulging, and you're not bringing shame upon yourself, Because you know you represent something and someone much greater than yourself. The eyes of the world are upon you because everybody knows that you are your Savior's redeemed. Everybody knows that you are a child of God. Make sure you're serving one another. Treat each other like family. Treat each other like the people that share a common heritage. Treat everybody like they're Irish on St. Patrick's Day. And treat everybody that has faith like a Christian. Treat them with love. Treat them with respect. And try and win more people over to your side with that love and respect. And then you're going to talk about the mercy you've received. Tell people about your journey from darkness into the light. Share the word of God. Maybe you're like me and you're going to start a podcast. Maybe you're not that savvy and you're just going to talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it at the bar. Talk about it at work. Talk about it when you're picking up your kids from school. Talk about it when you meet somebody. Talk about it when you say goodbye to somebody. Just say, hey, God bless you. I hope he blesses you like he's blessed me, man. That's enough. It doesn't have to be creepy or weird. Just continue to share the love of God. Finally, you need to act like a people. You need to network and build a community of believers. Find guys that believe the same thing you do. Find people that love your Savior just as much as you do and pour into them. They will pour into you and go on that journey with other people. Journey towards heaven with a community of believers. Then you need to intentionally grow and grow the people around you. If you are going to grow and grow with the people around you, you got to make sure you're surrounded by people you love. This is all interconnected. And where do you find people you love that are trying to grow in faith just like you are? At church. At church. You need to lean into your church. You need to get to know your pastor. You need to volunteer and be a part of it. Spend some time there and invest in your congregation and your church so that it can reward you. It will pay you back. It will be time well spent. And if you find yourself at a church that isn't fulfilling you or isn't giving you what you need, and I don't mean singing the right songs and playing the right popular music, I'm saying giving you the appropriate message of the gospel, go find one that will. It is your job to make sure that, A, you are healthy spiritually, and, B, the people around you are healthy healthy spiritually. You are all chasing heaven. You are all loved by the Savior, and you all have been given a gift of salvation. So make sure you're maintaining your faith and encouraging the people around you. Live as a people, the people of God. God bless you. Can't wait to see you in heaven someday. And hope I get to meet you on this earth. Have a good day. You have just listened to an episode of the Gird Up Podcast, a place where we're helping boys and men grow into the men that God has created them to be. Make sure you're sharing this podcast with your friends and family and relatives and the men around you in your life, both boys and men. And make sure that you follow me on Instagram at Coach Ungermach. Find me on Facebook as Charlie Ungermock. Or you can email me at CoachUngermock at gmail.com. Have a great day.